Coffee House Shots is sponsored by NatWest, the bank that's helping small businesses build back better and greener. The transition to net zero could create 130,000 new jobs for small and medium-sized businesses. That's why NatWest is aiming to lend $100 billion in sustainable financing by 2025. Find out more about climate support for businesses at natwest.com slash climate. Hello and welcome to Coffee House Shots, the Spectator's daily politics podcast. I'm Cindy Yu and this is the Sunday Roundup. If it looked like the Prime Minister was in trouble last week, it seems that was just the tip of the iceberg. The latest thorn in Boris Johnson's side is a photo splashed in the Daily Mirror which shows him hosting a Christmas quiz on the 15th of December of last year. Andrew Marr interviewed the former Director of Public Prosecutions and now leader of the Labour Party, Sir Keir Starmer, and sought his legal opinion on what happened that night. I think London was in tier two at the time, which said that nobody could be meeting for non-work purpose more than, I think, two people in a room together. So yes. given that, was he breaking the law? Well, it looks as though he was. Um, and um, he must have known those other groups were in other rooms in his own building. And, you know, this is very important because he's damaged his authority, is now um, so weak, his party is so divided, he can't deliver the leadership that this country needs. And, that, and we've got a very important vote coming up mm. next week, um, and he can't even discharge the basic functions of government. He's the worst possible leader at the worst possible time. And you've just said that he broke the law in Downing Street. Well, it appears, and we'll have to look into it, well, but it's very yeah. hard to see how that's I, compliant with the rules. Given that, you, up to now, you have not called for him to resign. Surely, given that, you must now think that he should resign. Well, we need to look at the allegation. Um, it's only one of the allegations and establish the facts. But it is very, very serious for the Prime okay, Minister. OK, i come back to that. Should he resign or not? Look, if, if, if me calling for him to resign would lead to his resignation, that'd be one thing. But I live in the real world um, where I know that the most significant issue here is the breach of trust, well, because we're about to... Um, have further measures um, that are necessary because of the variant. And at that very moment, the, the trust in the Prime Minister is at an all-time low. The government has made itself unpopular on its own backbenches with its Plan B measures to control COVID's new Omicron variant. The measures include COVID passports, widening of the mask mandate and a requirement for NHS staff to be vaccinated. Ma challenged Sarmer on why he was not taking advantage of a divided Conservative party. There is a big Conservative rebellion brewing on that. Yes. Now, you could join in that because you have said yourself as a party that these measures are not going to work against Omicron. So given that the measures aren't going to work, why are you not trying to, as it were, force yeah. a vote of confidence in the Prime Minister? Let me address that. I, I spoke to the government um, medical advisers on Monday, on Wednesday. I spoke to my own advisers yesterday. And I think the measures that are going to be introduced on Tuesday are necessary because of the great threat now that the new variant um, poses. And in those circumstances, the Labour Party will show leadership. Uh, we will do what is in the public interest uh, to protect the NHS and to protect the public. Now, of course, I've had lots of people 
uh, saying to me, well, of course, you know, you could take political advantage of the Prime Minister's weakness you and yourself, bring him down. I'm sorry to um, jump in. But, but it's, we have always acted in the public interest throughout uh, this pandemic. Uh, we will do that on Tuesday. We will show yeah. the leadership that the Prime Minister is not able to show. Up to now, at every point, you have voted with the government in this, in the, in this long saga. You vote again and again. We have voted in the, the public government. interest. We with, voted with, the, in the with the government. Yes, because, with the government. Well, no, the, the position I've taken is this. We listen to the government scientists and our own mm. advisers, and we follow the science. And where um, it is absolutely All clear right. that measures are necessary in the public interest, we have and we will vote for them. Um, and, and so it's the opposite you, you of yourself, party politics. Yeah. It's actually, the well, difference... you yourself have said that Boris Johnson is, and I quote, a threat to public health. Yes. Why don't you take him on then? Well, he is a public uh, a threat to public health because you know we can argue all morning about what the rules should be, whether this measure is necessary or that measure is necessary. Mm. The critical question is: Will the public follow the rules? Uh, and they have been following the rules, mm. but now that trust is broken, and many people are now saying, "Well." If the Prime okay. Minister is so. going to allow breaking of the rules, parties, quizzes going on in Downing Street, when we're being asked not to see our loved ones, well, why should I follow the rules? The Education Secretary Nadim Zahawi was sent out to defend the Prime Minister's actions of a year ago. Zahawi insisted that Johnson did not know of any partying at the time and that the Cabinet Secretary would be conducting a full investigation into the matter. But Trevor Phillips was incredulous. And that picture today, what do we see in that picture? We see a prime minister on a virtual uh, quiz night for 10 to 15 minutes to thank his staff, who, by the way, had no sitting, choice but to come in sitting, every single day. Let sit, me just finish. Let me just finish this point. Right. Sitting in his office with the two people who are closest working with him, no alcohol on the table, not drinking. Right. On a Zoom call or a Teams call on virtual call, respecting the, the lockdown rules. Many Let's, people would have had similar Zoom quiz nights around the country. Yeah, and Actually, they would have been nicked for yes. it. If I no, had done it, no, if no. I had done it, hold on, I would be in monster trouble. But because you Why went on a virtual, he get to do it because you went on a virtual. Uh, uh, he was sitting screen. next to two people. Within social distancing. They are in his office. They work with him. And the, that was the work, point. Was it? No, hold on a second. When you, when all I'm saying to you is, the cabinet secretary is going to investigate everything. But that picture, I'm in many ways, I've had emails from constituents because the hype around parties that was going on in the last week and the week before, right, made it sound sort of completely different. And actually, I think people will look at that picture today and the Daily Mirror has been leading the way on this and will think, hold on a second, he's on a virtual call, no alcohol, Let's not... thanking his staff oh. for 10 minutes before he goes back Let's... to, to his work. To... Phillips also asked whether vaccines could be rolled out to under 12s in the future. Is the move to vaccinate primary school children part of this race against uh, the spread of Omicron? So there's no plan at the moment um, to vaccinate primary school children for the reason that the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunisation is still looking at the uh, 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 evidence as to what level of protection that would offer those uh, children. Of course, um, we vaccinate the uh, 12 to 15-year-olds at pace. It's great to see, you know, at school in East London the other day doing uh, 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 the pupils, but also managed to do some of the teachers and parents who hadn't even had their first uh, or second jab. Uh, really good. We're seeing it all over, you know, Home Park in Plymouth, doing, staying up till 2am vaccinating people. So the important thing is to boost the most vulnerable. Ma sought reassurance from Zahawi that the government would keep schools open, even if the country is faced with yet another lockdown. 
Can you guarantee that schools will not close as part of any measures facing this new wave going forward? I will. We will do everything in our power to protect education as we deal so, with Omicron. So everything, so, everything. So all that, the data suggests that the best place for the, the children's commissioners half a million interviews with with students demonstrate that the mental anguish, the the uh, you know, okay. health aspects of this. So can I just ask you one thing? Because we are running out school. of time. Because some of your colleagues suggest that you could change the law to ensure that schools are seen as part of the vital infrastructure of this country and therefore cannot be closed. Well, I will do everything in my power to make Including sure schools. That. Well. At the moment, I think the right thing to do is to boost the most vulnerable, the, the people who will be most impacted by right. Omicron. But the protection of schools is okay. a priority for this government. One last very quick question. Mm. Can you guarantee that in January schools will be open everywhere? We are absolutely working to make sure that all schools are open, they're protected. Right. And Not they're, quite a guarantee. Well, I will do everything in my power. Uh, we are still learning about this variant. We know that a booster works. Right. Get boosted, protect yourself, protect your community, and let's get through this and transition this from pandemic to endemic as quickly as we can. The influential Conservative backbencher Steve Baker told Phillips why he was going to vote against the majority of the government's Plan B measures and how he was going to try and organise a coherent opposition to them. Well, I'm expecting four votes. Uh, I will vote against vaccine passports. I'll vote against extending a face mask mandate. I'll vote against uh, mandatory vaccination as a condition of NHS employment. The fourth one is a slightly liberalising measure. I don't expect the House to divide. But yes, I will vote against. I think what we're doing now is creating a miserable dystopia that, into which we're going forward. And that's why today I'm announcing that I'll be relaunching Conservative Way Forward. We need to create a movement which actually says the Conservative Party needs to be what people traditionally have recognised as Conservative, that is in favour of freedom and personal responsibility. So I hope people will go to conservativewayforward.com and sign up as supporters and they'll be the first to hear more. And finally, Dr Susan Hopkins, the Chief Medical Advisor at the UK Health Security Agency, spoke to Ma about the spread of Omicron. Right now, do we know that anyone has been hospitalised because of Omicron or died because of Omicron? So we are getting reports of individuals coming into hospital um, over the last few days um, with Omicron, um, and we are investigating those carefully with the hospitals concerned. Uh, we're also seeing um, hospitals diagnose more and more people coming through their emergency departments, uh, and we expect to see increases in that number. I have not had a reported death yet, but it's really important to remember, it is just over two weeks since we first detected the cases in the um, United Kingdom and that hospitalizations start to be seen about two weeks and deaths usually at three to four weeks. So I think it's too early to make any assumptions at this point in time. That's all for this week. I'm Cindy Yu and this podcast was produced by Matthew Taylor. Don't forget to subscribe to the Coffee House Shots podcast on the iTunes store. And if you enjoy this podcast, do subscribe to our daily Evening Blend email. It's a free roundup of all the political news each day, along with analysis and a diary on what to expect next. Just go to spectator.co.uk forward slash blend. Thanks for listening and join us again next week. <laughs>